0: to the Filmological Society brought to you by redacted media and Six 65 media. In today's episode, we count down the 100 greatest comedies according to the BBC. And now, here are your hosts, Chris Scholes
1: and Chad Halverson.
0: Welcome to another episode of the Filmological Society, the count Oh, yep, it is the countdown show. We are counting down the top 100 comedies of all time according to the BBC. The Foremost knowledge people for comedies. With me, I'm your host, Chris Schultz. You're the host. With me, as always, is Chad Halverson. Hello,
1: Chad. How are you? Good, Chris. Thanks for having me. Awesome.
0: And we have a very special guest. If you've listened to our legacy episodes, you've heard her. She is one of the co hosts of You Haven't Seen What? Which We Have to Do Soon. (laughs) It is Julia Smith. Julia, thank you for joining. How are you today?
2: I'm good. Thank you guys so much for having me. I've come out of the deep end of the pool for the spring, and I'm now whole again. Oh, (laughs) I am so glad to hear that. I am. The antidepressants are working really well. Yay! (laughs) Oh. Every morning, I take them, and I go... Now I take my happy pills, do dah doo-dah. doo-dah. <laughs> now I'm not going to kill anyone, oh, doo-dah. Something like that. It changes everything. Right, every of course, day. of and course, of on.
0: course.
1: I, <laughs> hope your husband's out of the house when you start singing, but... I'm going to totally start singing that when I take my antidepressants now.
0: Well, speaking yeah. of antidepressants, today's <laughs> yeah. movie uh, is number 34 on the list from... 1995. So, Julia, you were probably a sophomore in college. I was a senior in high school. Chad, you were in first grade?
1: Fifth grade.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, 1995's (laughs) Clueless, directed by Amy Heckerling, who's also known uh, for uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm-hmm. which came out in the early so 80s, I think. So, mm-hmm. so she has quite a career of uh, directing comedies of high schoolers.
1: She also wrote Look Who's Talking. I know. Which I found surprising. Hmm. Random, I know. Yeah. Just thought I'd say it.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Julia, we'll start with you. So, um, uh first one I know the answer to already, but you've seen this movie before.
2: Yes, I'd seen this movie before, but it had been a really long time since I saw it. And so I was really excited when you guys asked me to do the show. And I, I watched it on Sunday. Yes, that was yesterday. And then I watched it again today. <laughs> and I just forgot how this is a really funny movie. And it's a really good movie. And I'd forgotten it. Um, I think I see Legally Blonde more. That mm-hmm. kind of comes up, yeah. right? And then I'm like, "This is so much." And I love Legally Blonde, by the way. This is so m- I feel so much better than Legally uh-huh. Blonde. But I know we're not comparing and contrasting. But like, I think too, it captures so well 1995. And then there's so many movie stars, <laughs> like fa- oh like young people who are now became super famous. And I totally forgot Donald Faison yes. was in the sh- in the sh- movie from um, Scrubs. Scrubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I too. Um, just as one example of like famous people. Yeah,
0: I I um, I, I'm in the same boat. Like it's been a while since I've seen it, and just seeing a lot. Like I remember like Wallace Shawn being in it. I I did remember Turk Donald Faison's character mm-hmm. being in it. But there's a lot of people, even just like like small part characters. Or, Rick and Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. Like who are like oh my gosh that's so and so that's this person that's this person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was fun seeing that again. What about you, Chad?
1: Yeah, I saw this when I was younger, probably in college again. Uh, my wife wanted to watch this with me, so we both snuggled up. I kind of zoned <laughs> out a few times because I was super tired. but I've seen it enough and I like I remember when we sorry, when we were gonna do this, the first thing I thought of was Donald Faison is in this movie. Uh, and it was before he was in another teen movie, I think in 98. Uh, no, I don't remember the, the name of that one. No, 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 no. It was, it, he, he was a drummer in it and he wanted to wear a cowboy hat. Uh, and it was a whole joke, whatever. It doesn't matter. I was excited to see him again. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. There were some instances where I was like, oh yeah, this was made in the nineties where some joints, some jokes had, uh, the R word in them, yeah, and it was like, oh,
2: oh,
1: uh, yep, that's right. And it's, you know, both Kate and I acknowledged it. We're like, oh, that's rough. Well, the movie's still good on its own merits and mm-hmm. other things, and it's just one of those time capsule things that we have to deal with as a society in the future and being tolerant, and, you know, at least acknowledging it. But all that being said, it's still a really good movie, really tight and quick. You know, especially for yeah. a movie in 1995.
2: Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and 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 we'll we'll talk about this, but Donald Faison was one of the cast that carried on to the TV show. There was a Clueless oh, TV I really show. There
1: was a TV show. Oh my There was a God. Clueless TV huh. show
0: where they. Um, well, basically, it was mostly everybody that was from the movie, except for the main the, person
2: all the
1: expensive people
0: yeah yeah so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that mm. um yeah i i this was a, definitely an enjoyable movie and you by the way you were thinking of can't hardly
1: wait can't uh, mm. oh, you jerk yes mm-hmm. can't hardly mm-hmm. wait i mean the 90s was kind of the the i don't know maybe i'm being this way only because i grew up during this time but it really seemed like a lot of the coming of age movies during the 90s were pretty on point
0: they this one it was very much included. like you this was yes. this was kenosha high school
1: oh no absolutely <laughs> not but as far as like quality movies yeah. go and that type because i never liked any of uh freaking uh pretty and pink and all those John Hughes movies. Like I never just got, to, I mean, I like Ferris Bueller's day off and that's about it. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I respond more to can't hardly wait or clueless those types of movies. And maybe just cause it's the product of my generation.
0: Well, I, I think that, um, um, uh, is something that happened in, in the nineties is, is a, that studios started to green light more movies like this. Um, Mm -hmm. Because they were successful, Um, they were drawing in teenagers, they were drawing in older people, and it was it was good money. But then also writing wise, like it was adapting a lot of the stories. Uh, This was adapted from Emma. Emma. Yeah. So, you know, so going back to Jane Austen and, and retelling some of their her stories and some other stories. Um, and, and remaking that, I, I think it was a very successful way to go. I think, uh, you know, how many times has Hamlet been redone? Um, you, know, or, you know, you know that probably better as the Lion King. So, because, mm-hmm. you know, you were like
1: five when this came out, Chad. So I was in fifth grade. I wasn't five. It's was completely different.
2: <laughs> That's the other five. I was fifth born in five are super close together.
1: Yeah, God.
0: All right, so so this movie, uh, just to give a brief synopsis of the plot, um, it follows Cher, who um, she's a a high school, she's 15 in this film because she hasn't gotten her driver's license yet. She's in high school, and she's just finding her way. She's the daughter of a lawyer, of a litigator, so she knows how to debate. She knows how to argue. uh, She knows how to prove her point, even when it may not be the the best point to make. Um, mm-hmm. And it just follows her as she figures out that she mm-hmm. loves her stepbrother. Who's mm-hmm. 18 That's or 19?
2: That's, yeah, like, that was the one thing. I was just doing the math here on the actors, but, like, if she was 15, and then even if Josh was 18 or 19, I mean, going back to the R word, I also wonder about the, like, just how, where we've come, how appropriate a college student would not have even gotten involved with a 15 year old, or if they did, then that would have been really weird.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that and,
1: you know, this step,
0: step I, I thought, thought of
1: it, I thought yeah, of it more as like, yeah. uh, like the royals and right. like, you know, yep. they're rich. They do what they want. They can do they what, do they, what want.
2: they want. Yeah. So, and they made it was so interesting two different times in the film, and they made such a specific reference to how they were not related, right? Mm-hmm. Like two different times. Oh yeah. You know, alluding to just because you marry their mother doesn't mean they stop, you know, you get a divorce to they mean their children and even though we're not related. So it was they really teed that up twice yeah, they, to let the audience making know.
0: sure everyone understands. Right.
2: Yes. So
1: that it's okay. That to... it's
2: okay.
0: So Alicia Silverstone was 18. When this was done, Uh Brittany Murphy was seventeen. Stacy Dash was twenty-nine.
2: Paul. What? Paul. What? I knew she was older, but I didn't know she was that much older. What? Paul Rudd
0: was forty-five. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Forever, 45, Forever forty-five. Paul Rudd. He just. Yep. He just. Uh, no, he was. He was in his twenties. This is one of. This was his. This was the first feature film that came out with him, although it wasn't his first feature film. There was a, a horror movie mm-hmm. um, that he was in. So this is the uh, really the movie that Paul Rudd made made his mark on Hollywood. Like just mm-hmm. started because now he's a a fairly successful actor. I don't know.
1: Now he's doing yeah. he's doing all parts right. Parts of Chippendale Recon- Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's as fun. As Aunt that's Man. That's as fun.
0: He does what he wants.
1: I I still think the, the sidetracked here, the best Paul Rudd character is his character on Parks and Recreation. Yeah,
0: that's a good
1: one. He's just this aloof. Uh, he always plays aloof well, but very aloof in this one. But I, I, I liked him in... He's so damn charming mm-hmm. yeah. in anything that he does. and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He, he always gives a good performance, too, and a lot of people think of him as just a comedic actor, but I don't know. He he can get serious. So. Yeah, he
0: was the second oldest actor at 26. Like, <sighs> of, of the kids. Obviously. She's so mature. Waller, yeah. Sean and, and all those, so. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean. God, Stacey Dash was 29? She was like 29 for this, yeah. She was the God. oldest.
2: Okay. Wow. I mean,
0: she doesn't look 29 in this, but. No, you know, it, I mean, it, they they I appreciate the fact that they don't look like they're like 40 yes. year olds playing 18 year olds, yes. Like, yes. And, and again, I mean, a lot of the actors in here are oh, uh, you know, they're they're 17, 18, mm-hmm. they're you know, a little bit older than the 15, 16 that they're supposed to be playing. Um, Donald Faisan was um, 21. So, I mean, he's not much older in this, Mm -hmm. but um, he did. He was showing some aging uh, because the whole shaving the head scene. um, It wasn't originally in the script, but there were some scenes of him without his hat coming up. Mm -hmm. And at 21, Mm -hmm. he was already showing some uh, his hairline hairline was rising. So they did the hair shaving scene um, so that he could not have to wear a hat the entire film. So well, and that became like a trademark of his now, right? The very clean like, that's Turk, that's that's everything.
1: Dr Dr. Turkleton, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yes.
1: Dr. Turkleton. I love there's all these uh, did you guys ever watch um uh robot chicken yes yeah donald Faison, breck meyer are both frequent guests uh voice actors on that mm. show i think uh but Brecken
0: is one of the I creators s- of that i thought him and um um uh the redhead guy
1: uh, he's not seth a creator green. but he, I, green. he's definitely oh, green. yeah, seth green. yeah, seth, yeah. Green. It's seth green and his writing partner but anyways uh a lot of, of people, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., mm-hmm. Alicia Silverstone. There's a lot of people. And I, it makes sense because uh, Seth Green was in a lot of uh, teen coming-of-age movies yeah. as well. But he gets all these people together to just do some weird stuff for Robot Chicken. I always appreciated that about him and all these actors and actresses.
0: All right. So let me ask you, Julia, what moment or... Or or what part of this film brought you brings you back to 1995 the most? Oh my like, gosh! Like what um, what brings you back to the 90s? Like what 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 of this film?
2: Probably the soundtrack and then the scene with um, where she talks about the boys' fashion and how bad they <laughs> dress. That's and what I was like, going to say. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> um, and then I think, too, that the way they edited the film and they layered over the music and it seemed like they were very good about what songs to play with it. It was just that was really well done. But when it do, they do that little montage and what song was it? I think it was a Beatles song. I don't know. But the. Um, the oh, that's a, the a yeah, that's a David Bowie. Or David Bowie. Yeah, that's a David Bowie song. So, so funny.
0: Yeah, the the soundtrack was is is a it's an amazing soundtrack. Like, and I love it, the fact that it goes anytime Josh is in it, Paul Rudd's character, it's yeah. Radiohead, which is
1: <laughs> yeah. is it Radiohead?
2: What did she call it? What kind of music did she call it at the end? Um, uh, like apology music. It was something <laughs> like that. It was very funny.
0: But I mean, you had. Um, all the big '90s stars, right? You had, yeah. um, no doubt. You had um, uh, Salt and Peppa. You had yeah, Radiohead. Coolio. Julio, Julio. Yes. Cracker. Um,
2: yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like everyone, and then of course Billy Holiday. Money, money, Boston's. I love him. The Cranberries, like, oh, my God, Hounding Crows. Yeah. Like, everything, Jewel, Beastie Boys. Yeah, it was, it's, it's, I, just hearing that, it's like, oh, this is, this is, this is, this is a good time. Iggy Pop, Mm
2: -hmm. who is
0: not really from the era, but Chad, what about you? What brought you back into the 90s?
1: (sighs) Not to steal Julia, uh, her idea, but yeah, like how I used to dress during that time just to fit in. Like, I wasn't even like a stoner skater at the time, mm-hmm. but super baggy jeans, Jankos, yeah. yes, wallet chains, <laughs> yes, button down shirts, but open with like a white mm-hmm. t shirt underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, big band stuff all over my arms. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that brings me back. Well, I, I would like to call out I
0: may not have been cool at the time, but. I never wore Janko jeans. I never had a wallet chain. I never even rolled my pants.
1: Man, you haven't lived until you wore a pair of Jenkos so, and then immediately step on it and ruin them. <laughs> and trip and fall over. <laughs> trip yep. and fall. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. I uh I I I just uh yeah. Yeah. Now we're in the skinny jean era still. Mm. So like the exact
1: opposite. Awful. Yeah can't find is it is it scary to see i don't know not scary but like not that we're old old but Mm -hmm. we're getting older and like watching that and that was what it used to be i don't know i I guess it's a broad question of how does it feel to be so far away from the 90s now where that was the thing and i tried so hard being that mm -hmm. you know
2: Right. It's interesting because it's what do they say? Like like I'll say, Oh, it, it, ten years ago was the nineties, but it was actually thirty years ago. Yeah. It's like the new thing, and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. Um and to know like like twenty year olds were born into anyway, and we can start But I think what's what was interesting too is I was talking to my girlfriends. Um I had coffee with a couple of my girlfriends and the, their daughters are um like middle school. And so I was telling them that we were watching Clueless and it was podcasting. They're, I was talking to their moms and I'm like, when would you show the girls this? However, there is a little bit of a feminist bend when she's talking about high school boys are like, like you have to like manage them like animals. And yeah. then the guy like jumps on her and she shoves them and she's like, as if. And I'm like, there's some female <laughs> empowerment in all of yeah. this, oh, yeah. right? Like Cher like wants to be treated with respect. She thinks boys are stupid. In some ways, that's appropriate um, when they're 15. And um, there's just aspects of that, too, that... But there's, like, one of the things that I wrote down as we dive into, like, the writing is just... There's an entire language. And I think that's what makes the movie so clever. We're going to get to that. Good. Okay, so I'll leave that because I wrote a whole bunch of them down. But um, that was the other thing that I really enjoyed. And the performances, I mean... Alicia Silverstone made it look so easy and I doubt it was actually as easy as she made it look.
0: I, yeah. What I really like. I mean, I know she, she did a couple other films around this. I mean, she did Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. She had blast from the past, but then she's, I mean, she's been working, but she's never yep. really reached the mm-hmm. heights that Clueless gave her.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And it's, it's
1: yeah. Um, she was recently she had a a cameo in the new uh rebel wilson movie uh the cheerleader is that what it's called basically she's a cheerleader uh at 17 she gets in a coma and wakes up 30 years later Mm -hmm. so that she still wants to finish her high school career out okay and it's it's actually a pretty decent movie i thought it was pretty Mm -hmm. funny and during the, you know, the low point of the second act going into the third, mm-hmm. the main character's down on herself and Alicia Silverstone picks her up as an Uber. And oh it's like God. this cool, like 90s teen yeah. idol with mm-hmm. Rebel Wilson trying to be a teen idol. From, you know, it was super cool. So I definitely recommend watching that movie as well.
0: So before we get into a little quiz that I put together... Um, oh God! Why don't we take a break for our sponsors? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go study okay.
1: real quick for your quiz. Okay,
0: so we'll take a break. and We'll be right back. <music>
1: Hey, this is TC. And this is Jim from the Studio Demands It podcast. Where every episode, we take a demand from a hypothetical studio. Which could be you. And challenge ourselves to conceptualize, pitch, and craft a film based on the stipulations. Or the demands. We are given. We talk about movies all the time. Particularly, we complain about the choices made in the films we've seen. We're nerds like that. And, of course, like any good nerd does, we automatically assume that we could do better.
0: Even with the demands and restrictions that clearly must
1: have been put on by a production. So head on over to studiodemandsit.com and listen to our previous library of episodes. Our library of previous episodes. Our precious library, Jim. (laughs) Our library of precious episodes. (laughs) You're a pirate Smeagol. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so head on over to studiodemandsit.com to listen to our library of episodes. And submit your demand for a future episode, too. So go do that. Okay, bye. Okay, end of ad.
0: Jake, have you ever been looking for a definitive Nintendo ranking and can't seem to find it because it's just everybody's own opinion? Honestly, all the time, Sam. Well, I'm looking for someone to give us the answers. Wait, you mean like a podcast made by two young, handsome men where they create a definitive top five list of all things Nintendo? Should we just do it ourselves? Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Let's give it a shot. I'm Sam, and I'm Jake, and And at Top Top 5 Nintendo, Nintendo, I'm going to give you my Top 5 list, and I'm going to give you my Top 5 list, and then we're going to duke it out and see what the real Top 5 is.
1: Okay, we're back. I love those sponsors. They are the best. I I liked when that one sponsor told me to buy that thing, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then I did. Mm -hmm.
2: And are you happy Mm -hmm. now?
1: I'm happy with my purchase yes. that I was told to yes. buy. Great.
2: Mm-hmm. You can tell. It's changed your life, Chad.
1: So, so different, <laughs> as you can see.
0: Okay. So now I have a little quiz for you two. I'm going to see the a. how well you two know the slang from the mid-90s. Okay. Have notes. Okay. All
1: right. From this movie specifically, or just from from this 90s. movie specifically? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Ready? Are we buzzing in? Or are we taking turns? What we like, doing? what are the well, rules? We'll,
0: I'll, I'll start with Julia for the first one. I'll start with Julia. If she gets okay. it wrong, then Chad have a chance, and then we'll flip that. Okay. Because otherwise, yeah. I have no
1: idea. Family feud
0: rules. I yeah. got it.
2: Yeah. All right. Ready, Julia? I'm ready. Jeepin. I'm going to use it in a sentence. Um, you've been jeeping behind my back, right? So that is, uh, he asked Dion, I think, if he she's been like spending time with other people behind his back. Yeah, like cheating. Like yeah. cheating. Like maybe getting a little something, yeah. something. He's projecting because then she whips out the um, the braid and accuses him of cheating with Shawana. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I would wear this that, cheap weave. Right.
2: I don't wear polyester. Oh,
0: that's it. All right. Very good. Jeepin, we got that. Okay, you ready, Chad? I guess. Cake boy.
1: <laughs> cake boy. Oh, man. Can you use it in a sentence? Um,
0: Cher realized that Christian was a cake boy.
1: It was a cake boy. Oh, uh, he's he's uh, homosexual. He's yes. gay.
2: He's gay. He's a friend of Dorothy. He's a Sally.
1: I totally forgot that was his art too. Like I love yes. how that's just like slid in there. And it's like, uh-huh. oh, okay. I, well now we're friends now. I, I mean, yes. I, I uh,
0: one thing I, I found for this movie is just watching it and seeing some of those like little things put into place. Like, like Eldon clearly has a crush on Cher from the very beginning of the film. Yes. Like it's not something that mm-hmm. he's just You know, like when I saw it the first time, I didn't pick up on that. And so I thought, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, he's trying, you know, like Eldon is is a piece of trash. But he's clearly showing signs of affection and she's really not pushing away from him. But anyway, okay, you ready, Julia? I'm ready. Lodi's.
2: Lodi? Lodi's. Lodies? Yep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can I have it in a sentence? Um
0: <laughs> well, giving Ty a tour of high school, Cher pointed out the Lodies on campus. Oh, the Lodies.
2: So that was one of the on campus, um, that was one of the groups of kids that she probably was telling Ty not to hang out with. Were the Lodies Brecken Myers group?
0: Uh, yes. Okay. They, like to the stoners. In,
2: they like to partake in certain
0: substances and like to uh, kick khaki right. sacks around.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> and who does it right?
2: <laughs> All right. It is one thing for sparking up a blunt at a party, but another <laughs> to be...
1: All the time.
2: All the time. Okay. So much wisdom I, I, by these young women.
1: Are, are you ready, Chad? Yep, I'm ready. Barney. Can you use a sentence?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh,
1: let's see.
0: He is not a Baldwin. He's a Barney.
1: Oh, he's ugly. Yeah,
0: he's a lame guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because it's taken from Barney Rubble
1: cuz oh okay cuz Betty is
0: clearly much more attractive than Barney Rubble is.
2: God. I thought it was the the purple dinosaur also a nod to the 90s but anyway.
0: <coughs> All right. Julia, we have one more each. Um
2: great. Monet. Oh yeah, this was great. So a uh, Monet is she's describing that um the one gal her enemy Ambular. She called her Ambular, right? Looks pretty from far away, but close up, she's a big old mess.
1: <laughs> oh, it's such a good line.
2: Such a great line. God,
0: that's yeah. That was before the the butterface came out. Yep. That was yes, the, the little face. bit more cruel. Yep. I think probably two thousands. I'm
1: mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna start using Monet. I, not that yeah. I ever used butterface. I, okay, I've used butterface mm-hmm. to my wife, but we're both being, you know, superficial, but never like. I'm just going to shut up now. (laughs) What's my word? And use it in a sentence, please. Um, Toe up. Uh, Dead? Mm, Okay, well, that's why I needed it in a sentence. You didn't
0: give me a chance. You guessed before I was able to give it to you in a
1: sentence. Well, I retract my guess. No, it's already out there.
0: It's recorded. I can't edit that out.
1: Okay. So (laughs) says the editor.
0: Julia, any guesses on toe up?
2: Again, I needed it in a sentence.
0: <laughs> are terrible. I mean, granted, I have all the answers right in front of me on my screen, but I know all these it's, because I'm looking at them. All right. It's
2: nine thirty. It's already, right? So for me personally.
0: Um all right, let's see. When Sharon and Diane first identified Ty as needing help, they identified her as toe up.
2: Um, that she, okay, I don't even know. I don't remember this one. So what, that she's worthy of a makeover and a nice person? Yeah,
0: it's it's been replaced by the term hot mess. Okay. I can't, I couldn't really use that Hmm. because that's like the definition of it. But yeah, yeah, they thought, oh, she needs help. She needs a makeover. She
2: needs a toe up. She needs
0: a, oh, she is toe up. That's why she needed a makeover and needed, needed, Okay. Needed to watch Spuns of Steel and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. So uh, yeah.
0: a couple more of my favorites from here, um, and this one's mm-hmm. so I'm Audi, not not yes. I'm Audi, O U T I E, but the car.
1: Yep,
2: I'm yes, Audi. I'm Audi. That's, that's yes. the
0: actual term. Who knew? Um, you have the uh, surf the crimson wave.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I
0: wonder why that hasn't uh, caught on or mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Why hasn't it caught on?
0: Cato <laughs> uh, is a, is a yeah. very 90s, very specific term there. And then, uh, yeah, you used it before. As if.
2: As if. All right. I, the other one that yeah. I like that is, it, it's pretty, it goes by pretty quick, but I wrote down, and again, just complete different vernacular, um, and they use the word sporadically, but was when they were at the party and Christian asked um, Cher if she would pass me a fin. Mm. Money as a fin. <sighs> again, just like, I'm like, that's why I watched it twice because I was like, I want to write down some of these sentences because they were so good.
1: Here's a question. So, Sorry, go ahead. ahead.
2: That's right. When she talked about she's like, I felt impotent and out of control. (laughs) I mean, I, the words, and I don't know if it was a nod to Jane Austen, but like there was this whole other language that I think because it was, this movie was framed as like a teenage love story. Mm -hmm. Like, can we appreciate the die? like this, all of these amazing, this script must have been so cool. Totally bugging. Right. I totally choked way harsh a betty like just some really great Lots words that just words, don't yeah. know that our our youth is currently embracing <laughs> like the 2020s version of these words
1: so so what how much go ahead Jen do you think the vernacular was part of the decade and or part of southern california cuz i feel like yeah. some of them are very specific to the pacific
0: Right, a, a lot of them are, I know that for researching this, I think Amy Heckerling and some of the cast, they spent time in a Beverly Hills high school okay like they mm-hmm. they connected, they
1: heard how they were talking and all that. and
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, I feel like a lot of the things this movie sets up is what I heard, you know, mm-hmm. in middle school and high school because this movie had come out. Like it was it wasn't a thing in Kenosha, Wisconsin, in the early 90s to yeah. say a lot of this stuff. But it was such a classic and everybody had seen it that we started saying it, you know, four or five mm-hmm. years after the fact. Still, you're you're bugging.
2: You're bugging. You're totally bugging.
1: <laughs> Straight tripping, yo. <laughs> you
0: know, and, and it's like it's one of those uh, uh, chicken or egg type of things, too. It's like we weren't talking that way. This movie comes out suddenly. We're talking that way, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 amazing what what that can do. So, um, so the movie was successful enough that a TV network said we want we want that show, and so sixty two episodes.
1: I can't believe they had that many
0: of this half hour show came out. Wow. So, um. Alicia Silverstone did not sign on to this because she was doing movies. So you had Rachel Blanchard taking over the share Horror with role, mm. But you had Stacey Dash, Donald Faison, Aly- Alyssa Donovan. Um, mm. So the, the, I guess the redhead that was kind of yep. frenemy, Amber. I guess. Yeah, Amber. Yep. Um, so Ty wasn't in this either. But you also have Wallace Shawn signed on, the Twink Kaplan, the Miss Geist. Julie Brown mm-hmm. as the as the coach, so you had a, a large contingent of this cast go on to the That's TV rare. show. That is rare.
2: Wow,
0: that is very rare. Hmm. But uh, yeah, um, you know, Stacy Dash was like forty when the show was <laughs> It was it was 1996 to 1999 were the years for that show. So Amy Heckerling still gets a lot of credit for. Um, the show, and she directed like four episodes of it as well. So it's it's still really connected to it. But I, I'm guessing that like most high school shows, like if it's not about the teachers, it it can't last that long. Yeah. Yeah. Like I right. I always thought about that about head of the class. Remember that show from the eighties, mm-hmm. early nineties? It's like these are supposed to be advanced students, like the super smart kids, and they've been in high school for seven years.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, or you do the Bayside thing, and you just go through right all the levels of their scholastic career, yeah. mm-hmm. and now I- with or without Kelly Kapowski. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. This going to that, you talking about did kids talk this way? It reminds me, and I'll confess that I still will watch Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. So, so Beverly Hills nine hundred two, the 90210 of the TV mm-hmm. show, right? Those kids. Which, this goes to the aging thing. How old was Gabrielle Carteris when she was she, cast in 90? She oh, was yeah. literally 40. She was 40. old. Like, she, yeah, like she, and they really, like, it was so obvious she was not a high school student. Beverly Hills 90210 ran from like 92, like 90, 92 to, they also ran like 10 seasons. But there wasn't any, these, those kids, and the way that show was written was they were like little mini adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So different. And they went to Beverly Hills high school allegedly. So that's it was just interesting to think about that. There was definitely no bugging or uh jeeping behind my back coming from Brandon Walsh
0: or or
2: Dylan McKay. Talking about
0: the parties in the valley that get busted by the cops. That's
2: right. Yeah.
0: I yeah, I I appreciated like it's not what 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 I liked about this film is it's not well it has some like you know, there, there's the computer where she's uh, picking out her outfit to say if it's mm-hmm. a match or not, which is kind of it still looks cool. Like, I know it's a big old computer, but it's like it, it, it's it's still fun. Um, and they all have the phones, the cell phones. But, you know, the, the movie does well as far as like holding, you know, still being... Seemingly relevant and, and, and not really aging itself. I mean, yes, the dialogue and all that, but I feel because it pulled itself from a, a, a classic story that it helps it have legs.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I know. What, what are your thoughts on this film, Chad?
1: It's, it's great to see a film that still holds itself, you know, 30, 25. How old are we? What year is it? COVID. Uh, (laughs) 25 years at least. And. It's I don't know, because especially with the show, we've been watching a lot of stuff that wasn't even out when we were or, you know, came out years before we were alive. And that's great. Like, I, I love the fact that old films can still hold, you know, themselves over time. And it seems like this movie is going to have the same trajectory, mm-hmm. whether some idiots watch this 80 years from now when we're long gone and still have, you know, a reaction to it, even though they probably never experienced what the nineties were like, mm-hmm. it's still, it still holds up pretty well for me. And again, I'm just impressed on how it's very rare to see, that quick kinda dialogue around this time, especially with a female lead.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh and it, it it does have a lot of hints of uh feminism and Cher just wanting to be her own person. Like that's all she wants to be. And I totally respect that. So yeah, this movie's totally great.
2: Like totally
1: totes. Sorry, sorry. That's too new. But see, look, look what came from totally. Now we're saying totes. Yeah, we we shorten right. it. We're we're more efficient yeah. now in our age. Yes, right.
2: it's the future. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Ju- Julia, right. what I know that. Obviously, you 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 like this film, but um, what you know? Why why does this film still work for you?
2: So I think it works um one it's a funny film i mean if this is about comedy it's a very funny fi- film and i think the tone is right i mean you could share could really come off as this shallow rich spoiled brat and yet it's like there're these threads she really cares for her dad mm-hmm. you know essentially mom died at a young age and she's and even when she admits finally that she's clueless like there's just such a good like Know if it's satire, right? But it's that. Or like when the kids they think they're so like they're so full of themselves. The scene where they get on the freeway and the old people (laughs) flip
1: them
2: off. It's so I forgot about that
1: scene.
2: Like in one moment they're like, We can do whatever we want and we're you know, I think they're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. No, what are you doing? Like they are clueless and yet there's there's just these like even when you know, you're, she's giving her skis away. And he's like, what are you, dad's like, what are you doing? She's like, they, they lost all their belongings. Don't you think that would include skis? Which brings the idea too that when even this idea of when people lose things, it's like, well, only the necessities. Well, why? Like you're making a judgment. And instead she's basically like out of the kindness of her own heart saying, I don't need any of this stuff. And maybe these, maybe people who've lost everything can actually take it, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Right? Like why can't people who lose everything have red caviar? Right. You know? Right. Like, why not? And so I loved that. I, but I, I do, I think one of my favorite scenes is still, I forgot about that freeway scene that was so, so funny. Yeah, uh,
0: the, the opening debate where she's talking about the Haitians.
2: The Haitians?
0: Which
1: was a real. It was a
0: real thing. She did not know how to say that. And and the director didn't let anyone correct her because it was hilarious it's so good
2: so funny hello it was his 50th birthday party
0: (laughs) yeah it's you know i mean throughout this and i think it was um interesting you brought up um um the 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 other movie that came out around this time with reese witherspoon um what's that called with uh
2: no, 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 no. where she's
0: blonde. blonde. Elle Woods. Oh, yeah, legally, legally blonde. blonde.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Like, both of these characters like, are very similar in many ways. It's almost as if mm-hmm. Cher went to college. Yes. Because right. she is a very good debater. She's a very good at yeah. bringing up her points and explaining her stance mm-hmm. and where she is. And I, I think giving that. Like she has justification for for her decisions, whether they're strong justifications or weak justifications, she has mm-hmm. reasons that she's doing things.
2: Right.
0: Um, and I I think for for that, I think it's it's a good um, it's you know and it's a good story. Like it really holds up
2: because mm-hmm. yeah. the Haitians still need yeah, help. Yeah, and they they do. And Dan Hadaya, who plays her dad, he and you know so he's so scary. And like when he tells Brittany, he tells Ty, "Get out of my." Into my chair so we're having a family dinner no one's answering the phone and then he answers his uh-huh. phone and so then the girls answer the just so good but he was great and she doesn't let him have the meat sandwich yep. i you
0: know the first time i the first I, I remember again it's been years since i've seen this film but i remember i always thought the dad was kind of a jerk and not really a good dad i'm watching it now and, mm-hmm. and now i have kids and i don't know if that's a difference or not but it's like he's a really
1: good dad I, I had yes. a similar thought too. I'm like, I, I remember him being a lot colder, yeah. mm-hmm. but he's hilarious. He's hilarious.
0: And he and he he yeah. generally cares. I mean, he mm-hmm. he was married to Josh's mom for just a short time, but he still treats Josh like a son.
2: Yeah.
1: Like a son, yeah. Like a son. And,
0: and that's, yes. you know, it's like, oh my gosh, he's a really good person. Mm-hmm. I again, I I didn't think he was. Uh when I'm mm-hmm. watching. So it's it's fun to watch and just see the, the differences now of like what I'm picking up and what I'm not picking up. All right. Yeah, so I think we all like this film. Mm-hmm. As if. <laughs> um I think we um um the, the one final note that I have on this, and it's a Paul Rudd related, because I you know what, we really haven't talked a lot about Paul Rudd. But um, he's
1: everywhere. Everybody talks about Paul Rudd. Everyone,
0: yeah. He had originally, like his, his initial role that he tried out for were actually the high schoolers. So he auditioned for the roles of Christian, mm-hmm. Elton, and Murray, Donald Faison's wow. character. He thought that Murray was going to be a white teenager who thought he could rap. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a...
2: Yeah. And,
0: and instead, they cast him as Josh, the college stepbrother
2: mm-hmm.
0: and eventual love interest. Of, love
1: interest stepbrother. Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: So, yeah, uh, I, I've i seen, you know, like seeing Paul Rudd in interviews and, and all mm-hmm. that. I and mean, obviously we don't know him at all, but it's just like it seems very uh, in character for him to think, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this guy is probably a, a white guy who thinks he's a rapper. I, I, I can do that. Yeah. I'm from Kansas. I'm that's from right. Kansas. I can do that.
1: <laughs> Went to Kansas University, goddammit.
0: Uh, Julia,
2: you were going to say something? Uh, sure. So it was a Jeremy Sisto weekend, just a comment about Elton, right? So we were, I've been watching Six Feet Under, which that's a whole nother. Mm-hmm. So that's a really an amazing TV show on HBO. Anyway, he plays, um... Uh, somebody with bipolar disorder and so he's and it's the end of season one and so like Saturday morning I'm watching him going oh my god this is he's incredible and Kurt just watched him in an episode of Law and Order where he's our age much older and then to turn on (laughs) Clueless and then see him as like a clueless high schooler I was like oh it's a Jeremy Sisto weekend and you don't see him very often and saw him in like three very different things he's also I think another one underrated actor yes um, that doesn't get as enough, enough attention I think as he should because um, you know seeing him in Clueless right after seeing him playing this like very very um, pr- you know mentally ill mm-hmm. character in Six Feet Under and being very scary was just was very refreshing like you're good too yeah it's yeah. Uh, yeah
0: this cast was very very good And and again like we said earlier there were a lot of people in this that are bigger stars now um and it was Mm -hmm. surprising to see them in this because i didn't remember but you know so many of them are just like yeah this is my first movie i was in the background for clueless (laughs) all right any julia any final thoughts
2: i would watch it again i'm going to recommend it to people um really enjoyed it uh to quote um what's his name and Meyer, too enthusiastic, thumbs up.
0: <laughs> Chad, what about you? Any, any final thoughts about this film? Uh,
1: just as a note, you know, Amy Heckerling has done a lot of stuff before yeah. this of note mm-hmm. and worth. And, you know, I think one of the cool things about this show is like, oh, you like this that we watch. You should try this. So I think I'm going to dig into her library mm, on my own. Have, have you seen Fast um, Times before? No, and I know like some of the pop culture around it, but yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah,
0: that's oh my that's God. like
1: the 80s version of Clueless, basically. Yeah. Right?
0: Like, it, it it's oh like my. she re- almost like redid it. Like, it's a high, different, no, same high school, yeah. like same area high school, LA high school. Even though she's from the Bronx, she still writes yeah. about LA. Yeah.
2: There are, you want to talk about actors? There's so many famous people in Fast Times, but that's how Sean Penn got his start
1: yeah like and, I know Judge Reinhold's in it and Judge the, the Ryan, whole topless TV scene, case. and oh like my
2: God you
1: mm-hmm. know i i it's one of those i I have a lot of these types of movies where it's so ingrained in pop culture I know it by association, yeah, and so much time has gone by, I'm like, well, <laughs> eventually I'll get to it. It's not like it's pressing now, <laughs> but i i'm gonna i'll I'll definitely watch that first then,
0: yeah, I mean she's yeah, you
1: said. yeah.
2: Eric Stoles. Oh my God.
0: Oh, Forrest
1: Whitaker's in it too. Forest yep. oh, Forrest man. Whitaker. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Nicolas Cage.
0: Yeah, she yeah. So other some other films that she's done <gasps> that that uh Johnny Dangerously is an underrated comedy. Mm. Uh she did European Vacation as well. Yes.
1: Oh, Johnny Dangerously. I'll have to watch that too. Always and then and days. then
0: she's done a lot of TV shows after that. I, you know, mm. I mean uh, to have the success that she had in the 80s and early 90s, I mean, but it's only like, like, like all those films were very good. Look Who's Talking, Look Who's Talking
1: Too Clueless in
0: 95.
1: Mm-hmm. The last movie she did was Loser. Oh, in well, 2000. Oh, I Could Never Be Your Woman.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But, but it's, With Paul It's Red. like she, she could, you know, like, I, I don't, I don't think she's gotten her due. I, I think she's been,
2: I agree, Chris.
0: I think she's been... And, 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 you know, I obviously Hollywood is a very male-centric entity, mm-hmm. but what? how much... How dare you? Know, you. But, you know, so how much is it that she had good stories and she would get... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would say most other directors that would have Fast Times of Regiment High, Giant Dangerously, European Vacation in 82, 84, 85, you'd think they would be given any movie that they want to do. But she went, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: four years until look who's talking. So that's what I'll say. She should be doing more.
2: Yes.
1: Oh, she did Vamps. That was the last movie she did. 2012. So she, a, she she's due for a movie. It's been 10 yeah. years. I mean,
0: there are some directors yeah. that do take their time. They direct one every 10 years or so. So maybe she's that type of director.
1: I- Lucia Silverstone was in it too. <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop through her library. I'm interested. She she does good work. Well, obvious by this movie.
0: Chad, make sure you also watch our next film.
1: <sighs> oh yeah, I already peeked at that. I already have 18 quotes in my head that won't. Yeah. Leave Another my
0: film that has established many quotes that the first people that saw it and came back to high school or college, and were quoting <laughs> it. You're like, yeah. "You are so funny now." Yeah, the, the 2004. Anchorman: The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Back when I was back when uh, he and uh, Adam Adam McKay and Adam Will Ferrell got along. Ron the comedy we along. world. We're
2: yep. friends. That was, I watched, I just started watching that on Thursday. Well, maybe
0: you might have to join us again uh, then.
2: Oh my Wait, God. Real she's, quick. Okay. Christina Applegate is so good. She's
1: in it. so funny.
2: And, so funny. Paul anyway, is in it go as, ahead. as well. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, would, did, did they have a breakup? I thought just Adam McKay wanted to do serious stuff and Feral whatever, but did they have like a breakup? They breakup? had a breakup, breakup.
0: Yeah. F- oh. uh, Adam McKay did the uh, Lakers series. On HBO, I think. And uh, um, he did not give the part to Will Farrell where Ferrell got mad.
1: Oh, he gave it to what's his name instead. Yeah. Huh. I, yeah. wow, I didn't realize well, we'll that. We'll have to
0: look at that for our next uh, podcast. We don't want to talk too what much. About
1: I want it. to talk about it
0: now. I know you do. Yeah. I know you do. But, Julia, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank, Thank you, for Julia. Having I look me. forward
0: to other recordings, including You Haven't Seen What? Um, you haven't seen what? Well, we're, we're going to get back into that and do a, another show. We'll we'll figure out what we d- will do. And uh, yeah, if you want to join us for Anchorman, you are more than welcome to join us. That would be
2: fun. That'd be so much fun.
0: All
1: right, Chad. Take us home. Lord loves a workman. man. Don't trust Whitey. See a doctor and get rid of it. Thank you, everybody.
0: Thank you again for listening to the Film Illogical Society. If you'd like to listen to similar podcasts, please check out Six Five Media
2: on Stitcher, iTunes, and Facebook. Or check out Redacted Media on Facebook or YouTube.